0: Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for checking out another episode of the show. Today's features Bodine. Had a great time hanging out with Bodine talking about his brand new album, The Relic, that is available now wherever you get your digital music. You're going to hear a little uh, preview on today's episode. We're going to We also talk about a project he's a part of called Black Voodoo, uh, and then uh, and that album is available everywhere you get music also. Uh, but yeah, had a great time getting to know him a little better. You can also catch him uh, on his his radio show, St. Louis vs. Everybody, uh, on uh, Facebook, and hopefully coming soon to your YouTube and uh, podcast apps. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, but yeah, get involved with him at uh, all the socials, and find him at... Find him at his website, bovember, like November with a B, bowvember.com. do want to remind you, as always, Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Roughneck Beard Company and American Rambler, located here in St. Louis, Missouri, in the Maplewood area over on Manchester. Stop in and visit them or shop online at roughneckbeardcompany.com. You know, it's no-shave November, whether you've been rocking a beard for a long time or just now growing it out. November is beard season. Take care of it with Roughneck Beard Company products for the best health and growth possible. And with the holidays approaching, we've got the gifts for all the men in your life. Stop in today or shop online again at roughneckbeardcompany.com. Use my code RPP15 for an exclusive 15% off your purchase. That includes your favorite beard oils, beard balms, your junk powder, or one of my personal favorites, the Roughneck Beard Batter. Um, again, find it all at roughneckbeardcompany.com to date. I'm super excited to announce that I have a brand new show sponsor and my friends at Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville, Missouri, located at 100 East Pittman. You can find them uh, down there in the old part of Wentzville serving up all kinds of favorite craft beers. Uh, actually, these guys are a huge part of the community here. They just this week announced uh, the launch of a brand new beer that they brewed up and 100% of uh, the proceeds go to support the memorial fund for lance corporal jared smith schmitz that was uh uh we lost recently uh who was also a winceville native so super cool of them to do that and um uh, you can go out there drink some beers and and support a good cause and uh so that's very cool uh but Again, you got all kinds of beers out there. You got food, you got live music. It's just a great hang. It's a wonderful spot that they have going out there. And it uh, really means a lot that they're a part of the show today. Um, I'm excited to see what other things we can got cooking up. So stay tuned for some more information. Uh, find them again in Wentzville at 100 East Pittman, or you can sh- uh, visit them online at friendshipbrewco.com today and tell them Shane sent you find them also on Facebook and Instagram that is it for me everybody if you need me of course you can always find me at rockpaperpodcast.com hit me up on the socials feel free to email me at rockpaperpodcast.com and uh, let me know what you think in this uh, brand new Bodine album The Relic and uh, with all that out of the way sit back relax Enjoy this brand new episode with my friend, Bodine. Um, Podcast is kind of like, like a radio show that's not on the radio, it's on it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's <laughs> also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this.
1: Yeah, yeah. What it do is your boy Bodine and you are now tune in to Rock Paper Podcast, you dig? Rock Paper Podcast.
2: Scissors, beat, paper, paper covers rock. Rock, beat, scissors, shane covers nonstop, never know what. New kind of guests that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot could be rock, folk, country, a hip-hop, jazz. All kind of folks that he has. Could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the Rock Paper Podcast. Double-decker fudge round, rolling round town Shane coming at you live and direct from ground zero He's your hero, he's your bestie, Rock Paper Podcast with Shane Presley Rock
0: Paper Podcast
2: ¿Cuál Cuando... One thing on my mind. Fast forward on my timeline. Now I be the man. Everybody want to high five. I only tend to fly high. Highly favorite with the bigger picture all in my sight. Gotta come out when it's prime time. Gotta get what's in the bag. You can keep the light. Get too close in the mic strike. You ain't even on the same level as my rhyme type. To grind is my lifeline. Perfecting my craft. Every chance that I can find time. And Bodine and I'm light. The only two chemicals you need to make some dynamite. I'm the black and tie guy. When I die my music gonna live through with my highlights. Out I don't, I don't, I don't.
3: Everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, hanging out today with Bo Dean. Yeah. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me, man. This is uh, super cool. I'm very excited about it. I feel like I say excited about all of them, but I am for sure. Like I mean, like it's not just a stock line. I enjoy... Doing this show and continuing to meet new people all the time, and that's our the yeah. case today, man. We definitely. It's nice meeting you in person. Yeah, d- uh, we've been friendly online for a little while now, sure. and uh, I've been following your work. And uh, I was like, man, we got to make this happen. And we finally, we're here to do it, man. We finally got to sit down and talk and get to know each other. So, Most definitely. Um. So, like I said, I kind of been, you know, watching your career, and uh, for the last. Uh, I don't know, it feels like a couple of years now, like but you know things uh, this year has been a uh, pretty successful year for you. You've really you know, putting out a couple of new projects and yeah. uh, so it's been fun to kind of dive into those uh, new albums that we have out there and stuff. but I think like my introduction might have been um in my bag. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, so okay. I think that yeah. I think yeah. that might be where I first uh, learned m- about what you were doing and stuff. Okay. So that's dope, man. So yeah. even that, I was kind of late to the game a little bit, but, uh, mm-hmm.
1: but... It's all good. Yeah, so... That's the cool thing about, um, you know, just constantly putting out new content, because you never know who hasn't heard you and what they're going to catch on to. You know, so for, for artists, like... If you really wanna you know do do something in this game like you can't be stagnant you gotta be consistent I always put out new new music what if like what if I never put out in my bag right. you know what I mean and you probably uh you might you know just got caught on now if you know I even kept on putting out music or you may not have never heard of me sure you know what I mean so it's always good to put out new music every time I put out something uh some someone shares it and I get a new fan, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, who 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 never heard of me but before. Then they go back to old things and go, like, okay, this dude been putting out music for a long time. Yeah. So I yeah.
3: feel like that a lot with the podcast too. Like I, you know, um I'm hope that, you know, whoever it is listening to this episode because of you um mm-hmm. uh, maybe wants to dive through some of the back catalog and discover other great episodes yeah. and other artists I've been in, I've been on the show and stuff. So that's what I
1: did when yeah. uh when uh you told me about the pod podcast yeah. and I went on the website you know what I'm saying and listened to one, then I went back so okay Smiley Boys on here oh, too yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying so I just went you know just checking yeah. out other you know what I'm saying episodes and stuff sure. like that. So yeah man that's how that's how I go that trickling effect.
3: I feel like uh, hip hop's really good about that too like, um, with uh you know like on that in my bag in particular you know with, it's got uh, with J.E. Mm-hmm. and uh, with uh, Kassan, Kassan. Yep, so yep. it's like and that's like right there you got your you got three artists and then that could lead, you know you lead to uh, you know starts branching out from there and then you realize you guys all have individual music that you're putting together and then yeah. But same thing, uh I met Smiley Boy, you mentioned him. I met him through ATG. Okay, so uh, ATG. You know, so like uh and the, you know, and he's real good about that, including a bunch of his friends on his records and mm-hmm. uh Kassan also on there too. Yeah. So um, you know, things like that. Like that's what's kinda fun about uh hip hop is constantly discovering like featured artists on tracks and stuff. A lot more uh than like, you know, you don't see a lot of rock bands featured in players and stuff so, I mean that happens but it's not nearly as often as uh people collaborating in hip hop and stuff so yeah but uh but yeah so anyway uh I think it's cool man I'm glad that music brought us together and that uh, we're definitely. here today so uh t- so I always like to start with St. Louis but is, uh, is is St. Louis always been home for you? Yeah man
1: born and raised yeah born and raised um I grew up First half of my life, U-City. That's where my people's people's from. So I went to Flynn Park, uh, Jackson Park for summer school, things like that. Then we moved to Hazelwood when I was in fifth grade. Went to Armstrong, ele- went to Lawson Elementary first, then Armstrong for sixth grade. Then Hazelwood West for middle school to high school. Um, yeah, man. So, yeah, I uh, grew up in, I'm a county county. County Brown, you know what I'm saying? County Brown. But, um, you know, that's that's why, I, you know what I'm saying, uh, got my roots in, you know, just rapping and hip-hop and stuff like that. Uh, my cousin was very influential. All my cousins, my big cousins, uh, just hanging around them, listening to uh, Snoop Dogg, Rough Riders, Cash Money. Uh, Rockefeller. Sure. So that's how I got, you know what I'm saying, uh, introduced to those rappers. Um, and then, you know, as I start venturing off of my own, you know, I start uh, listening to other artists on those labels the Dragons, the Cassidy's, Lil Wayne's, the Beanie Seagulls, yeah. stuff like that. Um, so, like, yeah, man, just uh, them, my cousins, really got me introduced to. You know what I'm saying? Like rap music. Before that, I was listening to Criss Cross, uh, Vanilla Ice. You Not know, yet. the things that my mom, you know what I'm saying, got got me. But, you know, I love those records, though. I, I still listen to Totally Crossed Out from time to time. There you go. Um, the first CDs that I bought with my we own money yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. was Will Smith, Big Willie Style. Oh, and uh, great record, yeah. <laughs> the Shocker Made Man. Those my first two albums that I bought. You know what I'm saying? So I used to, I used to study those a lot. Then eventually I start, you know what I'm saying, sneaking out from listening to mixtapes and Eminem and things like that. So
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh No No Limit on there? Mm, oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell okay. hell yeah. Nineteen ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah. Hell. That, oh, uh, oh. Well, you said Silk the chakra, Yeah, yeah. Was, that was on the, on the limit there. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I just went back recently and listened like, Ghetto D and, like, I don't know, just uh, diving through some of the, I mean, that, that's all, that's my high school era, right? I was mm-hmm. I graduated with three, so, like. Okay. Um, so, I, I was listening to all those when they were fresh and, like, you know, that was what we used to, you know, bump around in the car and yep. cruising around and, uh, so, yeah, man, Um that was a big part of my youth too. So hell yeah, uh, but yeah, they. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, weed and Hennessy and yeah. uh, <laughs> bourbons and lacks and stuff. I was just bumping that the other night and at work, and I was just like, I mean, I haven't heard these songs in a long time. I don't. I forgot what it even triggered the memory, but I'm like, I haven't listened to Master P record in a long time. So hell yeah, yeah.
1: Man, I, I grew up on like when Master P and was popping. I was sixth grade, seventh grade. I grew up in the mixtape era though, right. Right? where the Dipset, G Unit, DJ Clue, DJ K Slade, Fabulous, the yeah. Wayne mixtapes. So I grew up around that level of competition where these guys were consistently putting out music, not just albums, mm-hmm. but mixtapes too. Like here, this is some free shit, you know right. what I'm saying? And the free shit was better than the stuff we had to go buy, you know. And that's how I, you know, tone my skills as an artist listening to the. Hot 97 freestyles, free the mixtapes. Uh, yeah, that's how I became, you know what I'm saying, the artist that I am to, uh, to a day. That's why I, I'm always putting out free, freestyles still or constantly dropping new ma- ma- uh, material, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's, it's that consistency, that passion and love that I still got for the game, you know what I mean? It's, uh, And just to see them guys still putting out, you know what I'm saying, material now, when they don't have to, like they, they're already legends, they solidify, they establish, but they do it for the love, you mm. know what I mean? So that's still motivating for me, yeah. you know what I'm saying, to keep going.
3: Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I think it's pretty wild thinking about a lot of those guys, too. Uh, the We're getting a halftime show with, with Dre, Eminem. Uh oh, yeah. uh Kendrick Lamar, uh, you know, I like, gonna be lit for the and Snoop, yeah. And uh, I mean like uh and Mary J. Mm. Uh so I'm like that's uh you know especially like to see that uh level and then like they're pretty much all you know, they're all legends, but they're all like uh in hip hop and R and B and stuff, nice. you know, like yeah. community and uh to represent and have like the massive uh Super Bowl show with all of them is mean it's pretty wild to think about like um I've obviously like uh they've done there's been hip hop represented but at the Super Bowl and stuff like that, but uh you know now I remember uh Nelly did one uh you know and stuff but uh I don't know. So anyway, it's just kinda cool to think about like you know that this is still you can you could do this, and you could do, uh you could be on a Super Bowl halftime show someday, man. Hell so yeah, that'd be pretty wild. Damn right. Yeah, man. I'm gonna be St. Louis out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, you mentioned your cousins uh, as influence. So, were do they? Do they also rap, or were they just are mm, giving you records? They uh, didn't do it like that. Yeah.
1: They they what and dabbled,
3: but <laughs> it it was just they had the music, you know. what right. And they uh, so when do you? When, oops. When do you kind of find that? Uh, like, this is something I want to do or something I want to. When I was, I, I wrote my first rap
1: in third grade. It was like a dare. Oh, yeah. Poem. Yep. That was my first rap. But I ain't take it serious to like uh, maybe seventh grade. Yep, Seventh grade is when I took it serious. I used to write every day. Like big, them big black. Uh, trash bags. Yeah, I had like uh, two or three of them filled up with notebooks and papers, just raps. Me and my homeboy used to call each other on the phone every day and spit new raps. Like that was like that was, that was the thing back in high school. Like you know, we'll spit raps to each other. Or I had a homeboy who went to a uh, he went to Hazelwood East. My homeboy Woody. He went to West at first, but then he moved. So East had all the spitters, Hitman, Holla, Ludy, uh, a whole bunch of dudes. He would call them on the phone, you know what I'm saying, and we you know, go rounds. You know what I mean? Or when we be out and about, you know what I mean? Uh, or you, you rap? All right, cool. I, I rap too. We'll trade our bars, had homies out of out of, out of state, you know, they'll, call their homies and put me on the phone, we'll, you know what I'm saying, rap, you know what I mean? So rapping really, the people that I'm really cool and close with to this day, it's because of rap, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, we test each other's pins and, you know what I'm saying, it go from there.
3: So, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, especially having a, a good friend um, also, like, it probably keeps you mo- motivated, but also, like... Healthy competition oh, hell, yeah Healthy Con- competition Yeah right. Constantly yeah, wanting to be better than him And uh, yep. Or He'll write a line And you're like Damn that's a good one I gotta top yeah. that And like so
1: Every every group I've been in um, All the rappers were nice So I like first started off In high school We had a group called Third Star um, And that obviously changed To Hustlers by Nature It was me My dude History Louie Boy Dude named Dange Phantom was a producer All of them It was three of them that was producers Four But uh It was a very talented group of dudes Man history Very talented group of dudes man And this was all my groups I'm gonna get I'm gonna go to the main point in the end But Like They just Didn't Take it as serious So you know life shit happened people get off course, you know what I'm saying, and, and, you know, that's that. You know, they lose that passion. But I really believe if, like, they really would have stuck with it, you know what I'm saying, and put in that dedication like I did, mm-hmm. we'd be out of cause yeah. we because we was all nice. Like, it's like, slaughterhouse. But slaughterhouse, and you got the majority of the cast produced, too. You know what I mean? And, we are from different parts of the, you know, the United States. I'm from St. Louis, of course. Louis Boy from St. Louis, but History from Chicago. Danger's from Connecticut. You know, what I mean, we all got different styles. You know, mine's is more hip hoppy at that time. You know, Louis Boy was the swag. You know, he he was a default. You know, rapper. When you think of a rapper, you you hear and see him. You know what I mean? Uh, history was like the spitter. You know, like the battle, angry rapper. You know, Dange was the East Coast smooth, laid, laid back dude. Then, you know, they did production and stuff, too, man. We had a dope-ass team, man. Everybody had their own little niche and, you know, things that they were great at. Um, and then Step and Get Left, uh, History was in that group, too. Then we had Kassan and Louis, like, Louis Boy was there, too, and view Askew. That could have went somewhere, you know, but everybody just went on the same page, you know. you know what I mean? Um. Uh, who else, man? Domino effect. You know what I'm saying? They still doing their thing, mm-hmm. but you know I rap with them, uh, and now AMG. You know what I mean? So all the all the groups that I've been in, man, like the like the Swords are Sharp. So you had to come correct. You know what I mean? Even with the old group HBN, I wasn't I wasn't always like the nicest, and even then, like it's still debatable on who you. It's all your preference, but. It was at one point where I was like the weak link, you know what I mean, just period. So I had to work on my flows, man, work work on my flows, rapping on beat, all that stuff, you know what I mean? And eventually, you know what I'm saying, I got up there to that, you know what I'm saying, to that dude.
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. I uh, I kind of feel that same way uh, about sports uh, in a sense, too. Like, uh, you know, I, there's, there's so many uh, people that I see like remember from high school and stuff like that, that had great potential, you know, like they were just, uh, all around incredible athletes and stuff, but then they get sidetracked with, you know, real life stuff and they don't, you know, don't put in the same amount of work uh you know, and they could have been something really great, but then, you know, just didn't, wasn't in their cards and, you know, yeah. they, you know, but then there's other people that outworked them the whole time. They rise to the occasion and stuff. So,
1: And these dudes, man, like, uh, they had the talent. You just, man, just got to have that drive. Right. You know what I mean? Them dudes was, guys was nice. Very, very talented at what they do. And, uh, you know, I always, you know, that's one of the things that I wish that, you know, they would have done was just take their craft serious. Mm -hmm. Because ain't no telling where they could have been now. Ain't no telling where we could have been as a, you know, as a, you know what I'm saying, a whole group. But, you know things happen yeah you know what i mean this is what it is yeah so
3: well, we're here today yes sir uh well you uh mentioned um a couple of new projects and yeah. uh a brand new one uh mm-hmm. went maybe a week old or something yeah, yep. the, uh, relic. The, the relic uh with kasan like we talked about earlier uh that collaborating with him uh, but this is just you two uh for the most part right you uh Collaborating, that you have, you also have oh, yeah. some friends to feature on there.
1: And- um, so with the relic, this is pretty much just us, right? Any other features? More, most, most of like singers. Well, I, I, I got, uh, Hills from AMG, um, it's my group. He he's on the track, but for the most part, it's just singers, right? Uh, Brenna, that's part. She's part of my Black Voodoo group. You know, we'll talk about about that album in a in a minute. Uh, but she she's on there. She's she's on the intro. Uh, Patrick Hayden, Tracy Mitchell, their guitarists, so they just did some some background, you know, instr- instrumentation for a couple records. Yeah, Josh, she's a singer. Uh, ISO, he's a singer. Um, Abby, she did some background vocals for a, a track. Other than that, man, it's pretty. It's 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 just us doing all the lead. You know, the lead work, sure. man. You know, so we actually worked on that album. That album is really three years old oh yeah yeah like we we've been sitting on that for like a while just uh you know he evolved you know with production he produced everything and uh some of the records are like new like we got those done you know but before it dropped but most of it we just been sitting on taking our time crafting it tweaking beats tweaking vocals adding hooks and things uh, but I'm very proud of that project. Like, that's a project where if I, you know, sat at a label, they'd be like, man, just play anything. I just just put that on. That that project and Black Voodoo, you know what I'm saying? Them projects don't showcase my, my, like, elite lyrical skills. Like, oh, this he's saying some off-the-wall shit. But just my overall artistic, you know what I'm saying, ability. right. You know what I mean? Like, what I can do on anything. Like, the relic and black voodoo, vo- 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 if you listen to it, it's pop, it's hip-hop, it's R&B, souls, neo-souls, jazz, right? Uh, techno, 90s dance. It's all type of, you know what I'm saying, genres in those um, uh, songs. And I'm just in pocket with all of them. You know what yeah. I mean? So.
3: Yeah. I man, that's uh, definitely... Um Something I noticed right away off of uh, The Relic was, like, mm-hmm. you, uh, you know, um, Rock Q uh, yeah. was kind of, like, this club kind of song. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, it's, uh feels good. It's just, I can imagine, like, especially that beat, uh, super catchy, and, like, you mm-hmm. could, could hear it playing in a club. And then you got um, uh, songs that are more R&B, like, mm-hmm. lo- you know, slow down, slow jam kind of stuff a little yep, bit. Yep. Uh, and then you, uh, but then, like, stuff like... Uh, letter to cancer mm-hmm. uh i would like that you you uh, open up quite a bit and share you know some personal stories and stuff in there like in your lyrics and things that are oh yeah uh, sharing i mean obviously a lot of it throughout the record you're a lot of personal stuff but you know just like uh it was it's pretty heavy it you know for to listen to uh some of the lyrics in there and so there's, there's just a, a ton of variety Like you're saying on this record Yeah And that Letter to cancel Was actually like a
1: freestyle record Like a free verse record That I did off a uh, Off a uh, Beanie Siegel beat Called Nowhere to Go So I I just wrote it to that In the original version I was kind of choked up You know what I'm saying When I was uh, rapping it But I sent it to Kasim And Kasim was like I gotta make a like a like a beat to it, you know what I'm saying? This this is too good, you know, just to be a freestyle record. So he made a beat around it. You know what I'm saying? And that was that. Mm-hmm. Like the 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 Relic and Black Voodoo, like both of them records, them albums just came together just it's like, man, let's uh with Black Voodoo, I said, man, I need like some R&B records, you know what I'm saying? I like want to do like a ladies project you know what i mean and because i saw cooking up beats then brenna you know what i'm saying to, uh we we did work in the past so you know her she was in town wanted to get some more work in with her and then uh you know we recorded a track or two send it back back to him was like, you know we got good chemistry let's just do a whole project all right and then we was like yeah okay and then we say, yeah let's do a group okay so yeah let's you know what i'm saying and let's do this this and that so that's how black voodoo came to like be just good chemistry uh we knocked that out pretty quick we started i say man maybe during like august of last year but when when we all got together we we finished it you know what i mean so kasan came through one day knocked out a bunch of beats by the next day or two, those records were finished, you know what I mean, and that was the album, yeah, you know what I mean, and uh, with the relic, you know we 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 took our time with that, but uh, yeah, black Voodoo, we got that done in no time, so you know, uh, we got a deluxe version coming out with extra tracks, we working on some more videos, um, so next February, that'll be the one year anniversary, you All know right. what I'm saying for the album, so you'll you'll get more records, more videos. Just more content from black voodoo, you know what I mean? So it's this it's coming slowly but surely. Yeah.
3: Well, let's uh I want to share uh while we we're talking about the relic, I wanted to um share a track. Okay. Um so uh what's uh I'd like to f- uh Confessions it was actually a, favor, okay, a yeah, favorite a yeah. favorite of mine. Can we can we play that one? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
2: Real shit. Yo, I knew cats that had a jump shot and could fight Fought niggas that couldn't fight and got jumped and shot The right shot, room stump, got that boy killed Another life down the drain like spoiled milk Ooh, Damn, mama crying and the homies mad The murder scene is red around it like baloney slabs Ambulances and even try to bring homie back Once you heard that gunshot, you knew homie passed Had dreams of being a prez like Obama Being wealthy and a scholar, leave a legacy for my father Look, I ain't trying to be yelling, please your honor Pleading for my freedom cause a felony, you're caught up, yeah Things ain't what they seem too much Bow shit, wild shit, I didn't seem too much Locally, I ain't been on the scene too much Been traveling the world cause I ain't seen too much I'm neither a cake kicking with an ex, I dream too much my niggas ain't woke cause they sleep too much And they say you the company to keep I spaced myself from the homies who ain't wanna believe Lazy work ethic, envious Talk behind my back to get pussy And they still couldn't get the shit All these niggas I done looked out for They ain't look out at all, they could've looked out more Y'all sat down, that's why I stood out more Bet they be sitting at home when I book out tours Yeah, under pressure never I'm a choke. The others fold like paper in an envelope my confidence never lag I'm grown at the Pacquiao yeah, Told them I'm a winner and they laugh Different verse but the same old song I'm moving alone and moving along Lord, oh, I need your answers So many questions I won't ask for much But I can use your blessings now huh? don't know what I used to be. I'm riding foreign, yeah it's used, but it's new to me. I'm proud of what I grew to be. Take pride in yourself, ride or die for yourself. Treat the ones that show you love like a treasure. Once that love's gone, you gon' wish you did them better. I know about highs and lows. I know about being high, so you go into lows. Cause you don't long life, you long to have a long night. You buy a long tube, hook two exhaust pipes. And then you run it to the window. They say they want to know you till they know what you get into. Staring at a picture of your kid Cause that's the only thing that makes you think you wanna live I ain't trying to be dramatic, I'm just talking to the addicts Talking to anyone that never thought that they mattered I pen a little different, pen to make a difference Light at the end of the tunnel off in the distance You ever shield people from your parent? Cause if they see your pops then you're gonna get embarrassed Hey man, Bodine's a home team Mass appeal with the classic feel I hope you get clean Come back with the globe, be the humblest thing.
3: Jump shot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? I know mean, Casta
1: had a jump shot anchor fight for all niggas that couldn't fight and got jumped a shot. All
3: right. I, yeah. the, that one, uh, I was like, damn, I was like, you know, I <laughs> uh, just like you, you've heard, uh, you know, I've heard jump shot. I'm a huge basketball fan. You know, I grew up playing all the time and, of mm-hmm. course, watching, uh, the greatest team, ever, you know, watching the Bulls, man. Oh, watch, like, uh, so like basketball was always a massive, uh, part of my life growing up. And I, so I've heard jump shot all the time, but I never like, put the twist on it, like it was just like never that and you've thought of that to be able to spin it and to make it like that and like and i was like damn that's a great line man appreciate it man uh so that that one really stood out to me and of course like uh so appreciate uh, it. what is there anything else you want to add around confessions um
1: was that man that
3: was uh
1: i think that was the first record me and hills did together he came over here knocked out his verse uh, I wrote the hook. I just needed like a singer to sing it. So it it that's what took that record a while to get done. Cause
0: excuse me, I was looking for
1: <laughs> a singer to sing um the hook the way that I you know what I'm saying wanted it to be done. And the people that I you know what I'm saying was getting you know they just weren't hitting that pocket. Then this young dude named Trey Kent, you know what I'm saying I uh, met him at the studio and uh he uh nailed he he uh, nailed it for me he uh, did an excellent job on the hook um so yeah that's pretty much that one that you know that song is just uh you know i was talking about my dad how you know he wanted trying to leave a you know what i'm saying a legacy following his footsteps you know we said
3: uh, WWJD, uh jd right yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: um and um you know talking about you know i had cats that you know had talent but didn't do anything, you know what I'm saying, with it like they should have and stuff like that. So just, you know, talking about, you know, things things that I was going through, you know what I'm saying, just letting it out. And, you know, the core is like, Lord, I need, you know what I'm saying, answers. I got so many questions, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't ask for much, but I could use your blessings right now. I'm trying to stay on the right path and not break your testaments. I'm trying, you know, please show me the way, yeah. you know, as I tell you my confessions. So, you know, that's just one of them, you know, them heartfelt records.
3: Mm. yeah yeah i mean i like uh you know i guess that's really what i what kind of drew me in and like um you know that you're not afraid to open up and and share some of that and uh i mean we had a nice talk even before we clicked record talking about our parents you know talking hey, yeah. you sharing some of your dad's story and uh you know uh a, a very similar story to my my mother's and mm-hmm. um you know so we it's it's things like that man like when you're like we're, you know, we're strangers before we walked in the door pretty much. And like, mm. but we already have something, yeah, we, we, bond, we, yeah, yeah. we already have a connection. We already have something that in common and, uh, you know, you sharing your story and stuff. So, um, and that's also the same, you know, in the letter to cancer and stuff like sharing that too. So, um, uh, but yeah, anyway, man, so it's, uh, it's tough to, tough to go through that stuff, you know, listening and like, I don't know, really kind of helped hit me too. Cause like, I don't really have the the best of relationship with my father yeah so like uh you know hearing some of your stories and stuff like and talking about your dad and stuff like it uh you know kind of kind of gets me and stuff wishing wishing things were different for for us and stuff so yeah for sure man i mean and and, you know i don't know the the, uh, situation
1: but it's it's never too you know what i'm saying yeah you know what i'm saying it's never too late And both both parties gotta put put their pride aside and right. make amends but it's just never too late bro yeah i uh, actually did a song that one you know uh letter, letter to cancer that's a dope one i actually wrote a song for my dad called catching up so uh i had did an album called the blue fro project with blue september and uh, that record, I actually had recordings. Like, it was, that was probably the last full conversation that I had with him. You know what I'm saying? He was cutting his hair. Like, he just got done with chemo. You know, you know what about death? Like, sometimes when people sick, like, they say that, that, like, they be feeling real good just out of nowhere. You know what right. I mean? And then, you know what I'm saying, they go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that. So he, uh, this was actually the day before he died. He was in good health, walking, talking good. I'm like, damn, well, all right man, you're getting your mojo back, you're getting mm. your groove back. Cutting his hair. So, you know, we we had just had, you know what I'm saying, a, you know, a heart to heart. And I I just some just told me to record the conversation. You know what I mean? And that was the last like, you know what I'm saying, full combo that I had with him where he was, you know what I'm saying, you know, able to speak without coughing heavy and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, so I used bits and pieces of, of, of those for the hook parts, you know, and bridge parts in that record. So, yeah, that was a very, you know, uh, heartfelt record for me, you know what I'm saying, talking sure. about him. Yeah, man. I'll have to
3: go pull that one up for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah, that, uh, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know, man. It's heavy stuff, though, dealing with all that, like dealing with loss. And then I'm, I'm still trying to find the right ways to cope with it. You know, it's like it's something I, do, I struggle with it every day still, you know. And it's like mm-hmm. it's – for me, it's been uh, nearly two years or uh, almost. And um, But, I, uh, you know, it's just uh, – there's days go by. You know, grief's a weird thing, man. There's days go by you don't it, – it's all right. And then all of a sudden it kind of sneaks up on you. And then all of a sudden you're like – feels like it was, you know, uh, been – could be years. It feels like it's only been you know a day and whatever you know. It's so it's like all fresh over all over again and mm-hmm. uh, so I don't know. It's a, it's tough, man. It's weird. It's a I don't know. No, I don't know anybody that can really ex- properly explain it or giving you an answer how to deal with it or yeah. you just got something you got to deal with. Find yourself find your own answers and I feel like probably like yourself. Uh, I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like music's probably that your escape, just like mine. Like oh, I yeah. uh, I I find getting lost in the music and the records I don't I don't write but I listen to a lot and I of course. I love going to shows and I love you know just the kind of getting lost in the music at a, at a show and uh, and um, you know I was actually there was a i I went to saw black Pumas at the pageant uh, mm-hmm. recently um, and it was a sold out show like one of the first like big sold out shows since the you know yeah, everything man, she, and yeah. the pageants all opened up and they um, I don't know if you know those guys well at all or anything, but Eric, uh their singer jumped off stage and he's going through the crowd and he's high fiving everybody and stuff. And then uh for their encore he like ran up into the balcony. He's sitting up in the balcony with a guitar and a microphone and they got a light you know, the spotlight on him up there and and uh I'm like, you know, right like directly underneath uh the balcony there looking up at him and, and he starts playing uh Tracy Chapman's uh uh what's uh Oh uh, damn! I'm playing a, a fast car, and uh, and I'm just like started getting emotional, man. This was just, like, you know, two thousand people or whatever inside the pageant singing along to every word of this song and everything. Else. It was just like such a cool moment where uh, that, I'm, like you know, I was like I, I needed this, you know. I was like I needed that moment to <coughs> just that, uh, just been way too long to kind of have that emotional connection to music and. You know, getting to share that with so many people. Yeah, man. And, uh, so music has a, a strange,
1: strange way of uh bringing tears out to you. Yeah, oh
3: yeah.
1: So like some of them records, uh, I don't, I don't really listen to like that much. Like Letter to Kansas, I listen to right right now because the album's fresh. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or. But like the uh catching up with Pop's record that I did, I don't listen to that, you know what I'm saying, that 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 much. That's an emotional record. My like letter to Darren Sales, I don't listen to that record that much, you know what I mean? That's a. it just takes me back to, you know, you know, when I found out that he died yeah. and things like, like that. But I though writing those records help, you know, get all that grief and stuff out, you know, get my thoughts out on, on like those matters. You know what I mean? Letter to Cancer, I could listen to, you know what I'm saying? A lot more because it's bouncy and, like, the the beat is happy. But the lyrics are, you, you know what I'm saying, you know, sad and filled with sorrow. But the beat is just more, you know, it's 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 a bop. But those <laughs> other records, though, those, like, like the whole, like, the beat, the like, the tone, the mood, you know what I'm saying? Like, those are just those 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 records aren't meant to make you feel good right. those to make you you know uh, reflect on if you lost your father or if you lost a homeboy to violence or whatever you know what I mean so yeah, yeah. that's how I like to channel in my music you know what I mean uh, with these two past practices that I did Black Voodoo and the uh, Relic, really, this is probably the most commercial radio type records you probably heard like people were here in all my if you go back to all my catalogs most of my stuff is like uh, it's pretty lyrical and deep I do have I always have records where you know it's a bop you know what I'm saying that could be played in the club and stuff like that I try to be versatile but most of my albums is like storytelling or talking about you know issues and things that's going on and really talking about some shit I'm, 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 I'm talking about shit in these but it's Just more, uh, what will Jay Z say? I like dumb down my, you know, what I'm saying, audience, you know, what yeah. I mean? the, like the punchlines are more like just quick and witty, you don't gotta really gotta, they're not going over your head, you know, uh, just simpl simplifying it, you know, mm-hmm. what I mean, stuff like that,
3: yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I was, uh, we talked black voodoo a little, um, and I remember, uh, I guess that was my first. Uh, really like going through the whole record uh, mm-hmm. of that project, and I, um and as we kind of became friendly, and I, I knew you put that project out a little while back, and I went through and I listened to that and put it on one night at work, and I really had no idea what to, fo- what to fully expect, uh, mm-hmm. especially as it's not like truly your record or or something, you know, it's it's a group effort, and um, but I, uh, I don't know, I loved it. I was like, it was, I liked. Uh, it's definitely a little more uh a little more grown folk music. Uh, yep. you know, definitely there's some uh some lyrical content uh that's a little more, oh, yeah. more uh risque and everything. But mm-hmm. it's uh a super fun. The production uh, uh Kassan did all that, right? You said Kassan did all that, yeah. uh, and just killed it. Like it sounds so good. It's just uh, uh I don't I uh I love a lot of that like actually like i don't know one of my favorite records of all time still uh ushers my way mm-hmm. and i'm like it, it's, it sounds great but it's like it's kind of for for me it was always kind of weird too to like now as an adult thinking about it but like i think he was like what 14 or something like that like mm-hmm. singing these songs and and i'm like you know it's just like but he's all about singing about love and what he's going to be doing and all these things yeah. like that and i was just like um, so there was some of that like in this record. I feel like there was, especially uh, Voodoo was the first one that I that mm-hmm. caught my attention. Uh, mm-hmm. That was like really like I laughed the first time just because the there's the lines. Uh, <laughs> put some voodoo on your pussy and <laughs> put some voodoo <laughs> on your dick and uh, like it just made me crack up. Like I just again wasn't expecting it, but I was like by the next time I listened to it through. And uh, of course those are that's the one I'm singing, man. I'm like. Yeah that's so catchy and feel good and like uh um so uh just a great track though Appreciate for sure it, man we we had
1: a lot of fun making that album. Yeah. we had a lot of fun yeah, yeah. 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 So good. All right. we can hit a beach and get our tan on jam on with
2: some purple haze, no camera. a playlist, been repeated, my stamina along just for you, cause you deserve the pleasure, girl, I tell you it's some voodoo in your vagina, I'm cursed forever, and I ain't trying to see an exorcist, out of my life, I tell them other girls, exorcist, my money in the ring, shiny necklaces, you want my time, and help me shine, I respect that shit, yeah, be my lady, I will play your Toretto, loves the two-way street, we drive fast and furious through that hole, this whole type don't let go. To get the best of This real talk, no petrol. It ain't no need to get so You know I'm down. It's on the up and up. I'm crushing much. Take your time, baby. This love, yeah. I don't wanna rush. What you doing to me? What you praying on me? You can't spell and I'm sprung. How you laid it on me, girl? You got me in a trance. I can't shake it off. Me, got your boy over here talking crazy, honey. You put some voodoo on you pussy. This can't be your loving. You put some voodoo on you pussy. This can't be your loving. You put some voodoo on. See, this can't be your loving. You put some voodoo on you. Pissing. This can't be your loving. Yeah. What you doing to me? What you praying on me? It's a full cool moon and I feel like you've been waiting on it under the stars. with Jupiter Mars, fucking in cars. If that's where it starts, if you're holding my doll, click on a box. It's like that Cupid was using black magic. I'm stuck on you like late traffic, and I don't. know You got me in a trance, I can't shake it up. Got your girl over here talking crazy, honey. You put some voodoo on your dick, it just can't be loving. You put some voodoo on your dick, just can't be loving. You put some voodoo
1: on your dick, just can't be loving. You put some voodoo on your dick, it just can't be loving. Yeah. Yeah, like we was with each other, you know what I'm saying? If I went with cause Kas- 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 then I was with Bree working on, you know what I'm saying, records, you know what I mean? Uh so yeah, that that one was fun. Yeah. I like making like catchy simple stuff, you know what I mean? Like and that's just me e- evolving, you know what I'm saying, until like the next phase of my artistry. You know what I mean? Um I like I love, you know, lyricism and things like that. Just finding different ways to uh, get that lyricism out you know what I'm saying and things of that nature but uh, like my goal you know what I'm saying for the past couple, couple years was to come out with some albums where I could just perform the whole thing with a band yeah I did that twice um, and then just work on like a lot of videos you know what I mean so that's what we focusing on now doing a lot of videos and I still got more albums coming like with the pandemic that was the best time ever for me as a teacher and just period as like, as an artist I was over here knocking shit out right knocking like we knocked out Black Voodoo we knocked out Bruce First Bang too. Uh I got a couple other albums in the cut you know what I'm saying that I'm tweaking up but the bulk of it was made in the pandemic you know what I mean so I like really utilized my time you know what I'm saying wisely uh, during the pandemic so you know, if we, if we have another <clears throat> one, ain't gonna be no complaints over here.
3: Yeah, I do feel like um, that was probably the case for uh, most creatives. Uh, you know, having to time to write and everything. And I feel like I thought two thousand twenty one was gonna be the year for like all these records to really come out. But we still, you know, there's been a little bit here and there for for touring wise. But there's still been a lot of restrictions. So I think. I felt like this year was going to be flooded with great records coming out from everybody, but I think it seems like a lot of people are still holding off till they can tour behind it properly and stuff. And uh, so I think maybe next year might be more of the, but yeah, either tripping. way, yeah, they tripping. Like yeah. This 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 the time
1: where everybody consuming music, yeah, and they don't got shit to do,
3: right? Yeah, I I agree that there's definitely people that are just putting them out anyway, and but. I just feel like there's there's still some people holding back some yeah, some things. So
1: you probably a lot of them just ain't making no music. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just ain't making no music. Right.
3: What so. do you, Well, so uh what you know, obviously you're you're busy making music all the time, but what do you find yourself uh listening to these days? Like what when when you're cruising around town or you get a chance to listen to some, some records and stuff. Is there any... Just,
1: just random stuff on my iPhone. Yeah. Like I, I, I I just have my stuff on shuffle. Just be going going through, you know, just playing things that catch my um, attention. For the most part, though, I'll be listening to me, you know what I'm saying, or some, like my guys. Yeah. Or the instrumentals. I
3: was, you know what I mean? I was wondering, like, because like, you, you know, as somebody, especially as you're writing so much, like, I feel like that's this is me like i don't again i don't write but it's always been a goal of mine like I have to be a songwriter and stuff and like mm-hmm. or you know at least uh some some way collaborate with somebody and co-write something and um and uh but i i listen to so much music all the time so it's like constantly like when i ever if i ever like try to sit down it's hard for me to shut that off um yeah. Every you know everybody else's lyrics that are coming out of my head. You know, it's like, so and, and to write something original. So well, I mean, I I like do listen to other artists,
1: like, um, but it's really nothing new. It's like my favorite tracks say to my phone, or uh, you know, my favorite mixtapes and things like like that. I don't really be listening to nothing new unless it's I keep hearing about it or. It's an artist you know that I fuck with, and they drop yeah. something new. You know, then I listen to it. But for the most part, man, I just listen to you know what I'm saying <coughs> beats, and I'm listening to the stuff that I recorded and it. And it's it's not for enjoyment. It's just to hear like what I need to do to tweak it, or just you know to see if you know it fits for the album that I'm yeah. working on and stuff. So, like with the relic, I'm gonna listen to it for about another two weeks, and then I'm I'm on to. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, another project that I'm working on. You
3: know what I mean? I listen to uh, the, I listen to every, like, every episode of my podcast back and the same kind of thing just to uh, see how ways I can improve. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, thing different. I've had people <laughs> like, uh, we say and a numb a lot or whatever. And I'm like, dang, hey, you don't think I don't hear that shit? Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I'm, I hear, and I'm trying, man. I'm trying to improve. But that's the only way is like, for me, I have to like listen back and I hear all the dumb stuff and I, try to apply my you know like hey don't do that next time and so yes, i mean that's what we
1: i mean that's what we do like even with my show like the stl was like everybody i listen to it or we re-watch the video just to see like okay uh i need to pay more to, like look at the artist or, or look at the screen or things like that but like you know this right here bro like it's my stuff you know what i mean so all them projects are ones that i'm trying to put out next yeah. you know what i mean so STL is everybody that's my you know list you know for you know the upcoming weeks so
3: um, yeah, bro well, let's talk about that you uh, uh-huh. so you do uh, a radio show also is uh-huh. uh, uh live on facebook uh, yeah yeah it's, uh, it's
1: live facebook live uh, uh it's called st louis versus everybody we started that in 2019 no, 2020, during that pandemic. Once the pandemic started. Excuse me. <laughs> Not once the pandemic started, but the top of 2019, January. Me and how cool? Um, he's a rapper. He's a St. Louis uh, uh, rapper. Um, we had a show prior called Whoop Radio, um, and we just talked about things going on in in the city and stuff like that. So due to work schedules and stuff like that, we kind of we didn't we, we weren't as consistent with dropping you know um, episodes. So once I quit Apple, I I was teaching and working at Apple. So once I quit Apple, you know, I had more time to you know do the talk show and stuff. So we did that. And we we were trying to find like a name for it. We didn't know if we was gonna stick with Whoop Radio or something else. Then Chingy dropped that video with that uh with he had like a little uh, uh panda colored backpack. No, the little zebra backpack that everybody was making fun of him <laughs> about. And uh from from like that, the group like the little Facebook group STL versus everybody started. And then we was like, yeah, that's the name. Yeah. And we just went from there. So I just interviewed people doing dope things in the city. Uh, first, it was me and how cool, then cool had a kid. Uh, so, you know, he's just manning up and taking responsibilities and handling the home. Sure. And so it's really just been, been me for the past year. Uh, and uh, I just interviewed dope people from the city, whether you're an entertainer or whatever you do. And shed spotlight on you. You know what I mean? It's pretty cool. Get to meet interesting pe people, people that I always hear about, but we never cross paths. Absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? And things like that. So it's pretty cool, man.
3: Yeah. I I say it a lot. I'm like, uh, you know, it's it's a lot less creepy to ask people to hang out when you have a show and stuff, you know. It's yeah. like instead of hey, you just wanna come hang talk to me for an hour and like so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that,
1: that's probably the the best way you can give me. You know, yeah. what Like, hey man, you wanna you know, be on my show or somebody right. talk. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Other than that, somebody, <laughs> like, hey, want to go grab a drink. It, it was one dude on Facebook, man, and I still feel kind of bad about it. But he's like, "Yeah, man, you want? We should go hang out and get some drinks." I'm like, "No, no offense, bro, but I don't swing that way, man." I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But thanks though. He's like, "I'm not gay. I was just saying you, know, you want to hang out with you." I'm I said, like, "Oh man, my bad." <laughs> but with my experience though, usually like when somebody be in my inbox, like, man, you smoke, you want to smoke. Well you, you know, so you want to get a drink yeah. they the dude has ulterior motives. I'm like, bro, I'm not I'm not on that. But thank you though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But no thanks.
3: It is kinda of, you know, as as we're getting older, it is difficult like to you know, to to just f- start friendships like that. You know, it's like yeah. When you're in high school or whatever in elementary school, you know, college, I mean, yeah, right, it, cool. it's so easy to like make hey, I made a new friend today and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like as we get become adults, this is like where everybody's like less open to like oh, I'm yeah. good I'm good what like, yeah.
1: you want to hang out with me for you don't even <laughs> right. know me dog yeah. grown ass man you don't got no friends bro <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. yeah but uh yeah man so yeah STL vs. Everybody that drops uh new new episodes come out every Thursday facebook.com slash STL versus Everybody give me time y'all all the episodes will be on YouTube and you know uh uh What's the Apple iPod? iPod <laughs> Apple, Apple Podcast, Apple Spotify, Spotify, and, yeah. and all that. So, yeah. give me time, man. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm a one man army. getting there.
3: Yeah. No, I mean, like so much of what you just said is uh is exactly the same story. Of this show I started with my buddy Chris. Mm-hmm. Chris uh, had a second child, and got we did like a year together, and he got busy with, um, you know, being dad. So we didn't, uh, you know, we stepped away from the show, and then took it all by myself, and yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been hustling, trying to make something happen with this thing. And, uh, yeah, man, the show know, must so, go on. yeah. so, uh, no, that's cool. I'm glad to hear that you are also, uh, you know, trying to try do your part to support your friends and stuff around town and things oh, yeah, like that, man, this,
1: this, this is my way of supporting people yeah. like, you can't say that I ain't support you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I'm asking you to be on my show trying to shed light. On what you got going on What I don't like about it sometimes is Like you know You Like you Like you going out your way You know Where you could be at home And you know You come and do this interview And then you know uh, I don't share it oh, I don't talk yeah. about it You know yeah. what I mean That's one thing that I don't like You know what I'm saying About What I do You know what I mean Like At least you can do a Sure Yeah Your interview <clears throat> To tell people about what you have coming up. Right. This is promoting you. Now, I mean, yeah, it's helping my brand out, but it's shedding spotlight on you sure. and what you got going on. Yeah, no, that's why yeah. aren't you sharing your interview? Right. You know
3: what I mean? It's happened. Yeah. It hurts. It's just like, why, why do we do it even if you don't mm-hmm. want to let people know you did it or whatever? Like, mm-hmm. so, Now I get it, man. Very all too familiar with the, yeah. uh, um But yeah. That uh but that's uh, so uh what's the uh like the craziest thing you, you do you like learned or way a story or something? Is there a certain uh moment that really like pops that you think about with uh, of your, your time doing the show so far? A favorite moment that sticks out or anything? Mm, not for
1: real, man. Just really yeah. just meeting, pe- meeting people and you know what I'm saying, learning about they backstory right you know what i mean some people i've known for years and things they tell me oh i know that you know what i mean so just you know really getting to sit down getting to sit down and have like a conversation with cats man because a lot of times like yeah i'll see you through passing we'll you know shoot the shit have a little brief little convo about you know i'm saying how you been or you know i'm saying what you got working on but to really sit down and you know what I'm saying, really talk, talk to him for, like, a nice amount of time without us being in a rush to go some, some somewhere. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, I agree. I It's uh, something I've always wanted to do more of on this show, like re- recording more with friends and family and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I've got to do just a little bit of it. Um, but, um, you know, I, I had my uncle on here before uh, for, like, uh, episode 800, you know, and just sharing old stories and stuff just hanging out and talking and stuff like that like um i don't know it's just uh it's really it's cool man and especially like to have it all preserved on in this format and stuff and like to like you're saying just have a conversation with your dad and stuff they ever had you know the sense to press record and and record this conversation and stuff so like it's just nice to have these moments you know and like if uh you know if i'm not here or he's not here or whatever it is but there's always this preserved audio that of these these moments and things so uh so i i think it's really cool to to have these conversations and and be on the mics to do it too it's like Uh, it's a lot of fun so damn right yeah um but uh but yeah man so you can uh find that show again like i said find uh the uh, the Facebook page and they said so that's part of uh, uh, local
1: lo- network STL but our page is uh, facebook.com slash yeah. STL vs. everybody STL vs. everybody IG STL vs. everybody YouTube uh, yeah so that's yeah. the handle follow local network STL too if you trying to get like a show you know what I'm saying a podcast highlight them they, you know looking for people to put on their platform so shout out to my dude Kyle Key the whole staff
3: yeah man very cool uh <clears throat> i got a couple of questions i've been going around asking uh, having some fun with some of these For sure. uh this is uh i don't really like i never really had uh, like segments or anything um for a long time but this has kind of become like my segment and okay. you know just like uh usually it's pretty free free flowing but this I, was, sure. I started uh going around asking these questions and um Alright, what uh and I, I think this this would be a good one for you, cause especially with uh some of the past images I've seen with like uh your album covers and things. Uh what what would be um three accessories to go with your uh bodine action figure uh when the, the time comes along we got a a fro <laughs> muscles. Yeah. Uh
1: and some type of Uh oh, fro muscles and uh, my like you know, I'm saying, bird. I need the bird, I need the goatee, (laughs) you know what I mean? So, yeah, (laughs) Uh, definitely,
3: yeah, but uh, because I've seen like uh, you got some kind of like you know, you've had a couple of different uh, cartoon kind of, yeah, Yeah. people be drawing me like uh,
1: this right here, one of my students, he he like drew that, yeah, you know what I mean, um. And yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of anime. You see like Dragon Ball Z and stuff there. Sure. Uh, even with my clothing lines, you got the you know the, the uh, silhouette of my hair into a pic. One of my albums, you know what I'm saying? Um, afros. All my album covers, ex, ex ex excluding the first three, afros. Like yeah. that's like that's my like little you know what I'm saying thing. So yeah, afros. You want to see afros? <laughs> uh the action figure the muscles of course and like go goatee you know what i mean so yeah
3: that um uh, yeah i was uh i was just wondering because i figured like um i, I didn't know I was gonna if it was an anime or whatever but i, I knew uh, uh that i figured you were probably a fan of that um you know and i always grew up in that era you know again 90s with uh power rangers and ninja turtles and everything and had my the action figures and stuff and, yeah, not, yeah. and so it was always a yeah, uh, yeah still right. still a, a big part of my life even as an adult and
1: they don't make action figures like like they used to because right. like back then the power rangers the more the gi joe ones like they could do the splits yeah sure and you know they they waist twisted because you know it like was made of like a rubber band and things yeah. and now the other one's just like just straight you know what i mean but yeah. uh yeah, the old the old school action figures was them deals
3: yeah toys toy, toy stories uh inspired that question I was, I was watching okay watching toy story a while back and uh <clears throat> so um all right well okay what uh the day comes along we have a Dean biopic who would you like to see cast to play you in the movie damn that's a good one
1: no oh, man because everybody the people that they say i i i look like like they old like snoop Dogg. snoop Dogg can't play b uh yeah jimmy hindrance can't play me he's dead that's a good one man maybe uh jaden smith yeah he grows her back out jaden smith uh who else man I don't know, man. Someone slim, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? You know, with some coolness about him. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's a good... I'm going to have to come back to that. That's, that's right. a good question. Yeah. Good
3: question, man. Hmm. All right. Uh, what do you... Uh, what's your strangest fear? Or eight, just a fear. It doesn't even have to really be strange, but... Really, man, the only thing that stopped me
1: from doing anything is myself. That's yeah. Like, I suffer. Fear of of just having a fear of being successful, like like re, like achieving certain goals. I be I just overthink things sometimes Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Uh I was talking about, you know, this other fear in my meeting today with my, with uh with, with with the guys. Just uh fearing a dying young, you know what I mean? So just breaking generational curses, you know, my dad granddad, they didn't live too too old, and they died in their fifties, you know what I mean, um, and just speaking more positivity into my life, you know my dad I always talked about dying young. i'm 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 not gonna live, you know what I'm saying, too old, whoop up the way, I'm like man, quit saying that, so by the time he did die when he although it was like out of nowhere. I I I think I took it, you know, the the like the least hardest out of everybody, cause you know he always used to tell me that I was still hurt, but you know after a while, like it didn't affect me as much as everybody else did, cause I was kind of already prepping myself mm-hmm. for it. So you know I you know just speaking more positivity in my life and you know uh, breaking generational curses like that, you know.
3: Yeah, man. <clears throat> what um? what's a movie or TV show you wish you were in? Rush Hour. Oh, yeah? Rush Hour 1, 2, what, 3. Like replacing uh, somebody or being, just, mm-hmm. being, uh, just, be yeah, just being... Just being there. Yeah, just hanging out with Chris Tucker and Jackie yeah, Chan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: Um What else? Mortal Kombat? Hell yeah, there we go. Yeah, had me as a... Uh, can't be Luke Kane. Kai is a dude from Mortal Kombat 4 named Kai, black dude. And give him a you yep. know what I'm saying a more like, you know what I'm saying, main role and add me in there, you know. I'll play Kai.
3: I thought I was just thinking you were gonna just going be Bodine in there. So. I mean yeah. I mean, you know,
1: I I was trying to be humble. <laughs> you know, but yeah, you put just have to have me as yeah, Bo, um, you know yeah. what I'm
3: saying? Whoop Whoopshang song, Shao <laughs> Kahn's ass. Um, um Yeah. I was just uh I watched this uh series on YouTube. Um uh I can't remember the name of the channel, but he does these like Uh, pitch meeting um where he like he does it for like every movie like but the kind of the worst the movie the funnier the pitch meeting and uh, he makes a lot of jokes about um you know like so it's he plays both characters like as the uh the movie script writer Mm -hmm. and the uh producer and stuff and he's like okay i got a movie for you here we go you know and he's like and um so he, re- I recently watched the video he did for the new Mortal Kombat movie that oh, came out, man. and he was, uh, and he's talking about all right. The movie starts with this guy Cole, and he's like, oh yeah, he's a, he's a, is he a Mortal Kombat character? And he goes, no, 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 no. You know, he's like, and uh, he's just like, we're we're gonna spend a good chunk of the beginning of the movie talking about him, and he isn't. You know, I was like, well, why wouldn't we just use somebody that they already know, and like you know, this kind of stuff like that. Like, we, there's so many great characters, and they chose to. Instead, just start a new character like in this. I was a
1: little so. dis- I was a little disappointed about that, but I'm a big fan of Louis Tan. Yeah, like I like Louis Tan as an actor and just watching him come up. You know what sure. I mean? So I was still, I was rooting for him, but I was like, man, like just you know, Luke Luke Kane. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I,
3: can, I mean, I, I liked it was, it was well done. Every like everything yeah, yeah. like I, there was just like I thought the when he pointed that out, I was just like, yeah, that was kind of it's kind of silly that he like they. They spent as much effort to develop, uh, you know. Just he could have been; they could have made him any, you know, a different character. Like, and that's the thing too. Like, they kind of almost teased out like he was going to become Scorpion or something like that, mm-hmm. you know. Like with the, but you know, that didn't happen either. Yeah, so, like,
1: get this old. Yeah. I, I don't know what his, his <laughs> right. like his armor is, yeah. but
3: yeah, but I like the movie. though, yeah. like, like I, I, I enjoyed oh, yeah, the movie for sure. I mean, um, as a, I'm a. You know, that was again a giant part of my growing up and stuff. And so, like, yeah. it was a lot of fun, uh, a lot of nostalgia and stuff. And, uh but, I thought it was, and I think they're supposed to be doing, like, five more or something like that. There's, it, there's supposed to be a bunch this of This one is com- just a prequel. So yeah. The, so, the,
1: so, so the next one is actually, like, the tournament. You yeah. You know what I mean? So, that one's gonna, I'm, with that one, they probably gonna focus more on everybody. Right. And I, I think this one's gonna be more focused on Luke Kane. You know, he the chosen one. So he gonna, and he has. He's gonna win the tournament, and you're gonna be Shane Song and everything. Then Shane Song kill kill my man's yeah. Kung Lao, You know what I mean? So that's gonna be you know that Luke Kane versus Kung Lao fight. Gonna you know what I'm saying pop off, right? It's that, it's, it's gonna be dope, man. I'm yeah. excited.
3: Yeah, I mean that's why I love that. There's like such a long history of the story and stuff with all those. I mean, that's yeah. one. I think that's what made the games great. Even though there was the fighting, but there was a the great storytelling in there too. Yep. So. Uh,
1: Mortal Kombat and Tekken got the best stories. Right. Um, and Mortal Kombat right now beating everybody with like the stories like the story goes. At first, like Tekken was, you know what I'm saying, like the Mishima, you know, following their story and their rivalries and everything. Like they really put like a lot of time and effort in it. But Mortal Kombat just like the little cinematic movies on the games. Like, I, I like watch those as like actual movies. You know what I mean? Like right. them like them joints is dope. Like yeah. those are good movies. <laughs> uh, and I just hope that um they make a Tekken and Street Fighter movie. You know what I'm saying? Like how they put all this time and effort in Mortal Kombat, Com- have a decent story, but just the characters and nostalgia and everything is on right. point. So I hope they do that, you know, I hope they're working on that now. I hope yeah. somebody's working on that script. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And making that happen.
3: There was uh I remember years ago there was I think it was just like a test thing they were um that kind of came out that they were like shopping around trying to get somebody to back it and produce the full feature and stuff, but it was like a really like dark uh version of Mortal Kombat. And, oh, uh,
1: yeah. uh, what's my dude, my, uh, dude, dude name? Um, I forgot the director's name, but yeah, that was, that was like that, that came out in 2010. Yeah. And, uh, that's how the Mortal Kombat Legacy, uh, right. Series pop. I'm a big, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Mortal Kombat yeah. nerd, bro. Mortal Kombat, Tekken, Street Fighter, Dragon Ball Z, we right. can talk about that oh, all, yeah. all day. <laughs> right. I know, like, the, I know that shit, like, the back of my hand. Yeah. But yeah, uh, he was going that direction for it. And him in the studios just couldn't, right? You know what I'm saying? See, of eye with it, so he backed out.
3: But I, I, mean, I remember the first time I watched that, and I was like totally hyped. I was like, man, I'd love to see this uh, come to, yeah. come to life and stuff. But uh, yeah, I nice still, I still like the, like I said, I still like the new one. So they,
1: they, they actually had a Mortal Kombat Legacy season three, but they just never put it out. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, uh, and I think that one covered the Mortal Kombat X, like the next generation. Right. But yeah, man, hopefully, um, you know, the next Mortal Kombat movie, you know what I'm saying, is uh, better than this one.
3: Yeah. Yeah, okay, man. Do you do any celebrity impressions? Oh,
1: uh, yeah. not for real, man. I, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's for shizzle, this one. Yeah. You know what I'm it's... saying? <laughs> Snoop.
3: Uh, yeah, I do not know if you have like a... Uh, I um uh, that there's a uh, Jay Farrow from SNL and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh man, he like crushes it on some of those like rapper impressions that all, he does. Oh, the black dude.
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> the black. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He uh is that the dude that do Denzel Washington too? <laughs> yeah, he
3: does every, like yeah. it is about everybody Uh Will Smith and everything. I mean, he does them all. Like, uh, but he does like um, uh, you know just like all these great rappers and stuff and like because he's a fan but like um you know kanye and dmx or whatever and stuff but like it's just funny like watching him like become these characters you know becoming that rapper and uh but he perfectly does their voice inflections and i and all that it's like i don't know if you ever find yourself uh rap rapping like anybody uh or anything like that doing those uh
1: Mm, from time to time, if yeah. I'm
3: driving and just in
1: the, like just feeling myself, yeah. Then yeah. Right. Or if I'm real crunk, you know what I'm saying? Like DMX, you know, oh, yeah. I'll be on that. I'll be on that too. <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh yeah, man. Um all right. This kind of goes along with all that we were talking about earlier too. Uh if you were a su- superhero, what would be your name and your superpower? Should be
1: Froku. Froku and my superpower—it'll be between reading minds or like instant transmission, like yeah. like telep I could teleport anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I'd be rich. <laughs> yeah, I'd be rich, and I wouldn't own a car. Here you go. Is whenever, yeah. Whenever I want to go somewhere, I just teleport there. If I was broke, i just teleport into, like, a bank vault and grab a couple of, you know, grab some money and be out. Uh, but reading minds, though, I'd be able to, yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's, that's, that's pretty badass. That's dangerous, though. It's very dangerous.
3: Yeah. I've been waiting for the uh, power of teleportation. That'd be, uh, because there's so many nights I'm sitting on the couch and I want to go see a show, but I really don't feel like driving. Mm-hmm. You know, if I could just, you know, teleport myself to the concert and stuff, that'd be, uh. Way easier So I'm, wait, yeah. I'm waiting for that day Hell yeah You know what man um,
1: You know we only use What like 10% of our brain Something, something like Something that. like that I wonder if we really can Do like some of the stuff That we see on TV All this supernatural shit That's right. probably why We can only use 10% Cause God know man If I let these If I let these cats Use all their brain Or even 50% Like the world is It's going to crumble Right So like just imagine how how much we get done with just the 10% that we use just 10% and, and all this dope thing, all this dope music, dope buildings, all these creations just based off 10% of our brain. If we could use our full brain or even more than 10%, yeah, man, the world be fucked up. <laughs> right. Straight up. Yep. It'd be some dope things going on, but just, you know, the, the, the someone's gonna use that stuff for evil and then it's sure. just gonna go from there yeah
3: Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> uh what would uh what would be a dream duet or a collaboration that you'd love to see for yourself i mean obviously you get to work with all kinds of cool people around town and um get to do a bunch of great things already but is there is there a dream one is there somebody that you uh you'd really love to
1: jay-z yeah jay-z fabulous JC Ken-
3: now in the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah.
1: Shout out to Ho. Yeah. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar, Drake, Lil Wayne. And them probably like the ones I want to do some with Erica yeah. Badu. I'll I'll do some with Erica. Beyonce, Rihanna. Um, uh, Black Eyed Peas. Uh Hillary Dove. I like Hillary Dove, man. Yeah. I like Fly. Fly's one of my favorite records. I I, I like that record. Um who else, man? just up. uh yeah, that's pretty much it right yeah. like now,
3: yeah, yeah, Jay Z and Hillary Duff, there we go, let's make that yeah. track
1: happen, yeah, that'd be that'd be wild, <laughs> that'd be something to see,
3: yeah, yeah, man, uh well, well Dean, man it's been uh super cool, I'm really glad we uh made this happen, uh, you know, like I said is uh I'm. Big fan and uh, even more of a fan now. Like this was a super cool getting to hang with you for tonight and appreciate it, man. Thank you. Talk about all it's been this. An honor. Yeah. So you can find uh, Bo Dean on your Facebook, Instagram, wherever you're getting your digital music at, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, man.
1: Uh, Spotify, Apple, Title, wherever, Just type sure. in Bow Space Dean. Uh, it's a it's a rock group called the Bodines. Deans. Uh, and it's a uh, it's another dude called Bo Dean, but I should pop up first. Like, just look for the one with the fro. <laughs> <laughs> it's only one Bo Dean, you know what I mean? So yeah. check so check me out, man. Uh, Instagram both Dean, YouTube Bo Dean TV, bothember dot com. That'll give you all, everything you right. need to know, man. So yeah, man, it's been a pleasure. Um, STL vs. everybody. Make sure y'all check that out. And make sure y'all, you know what I'm saying, continue to support my man's pie pod, podcast. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, hopefully we can uh we can do this again real soon and Hell yeah. Get your own mind. I mean it sound yeah, that'd be cool, man. But it sounds like uh you got a couple more albums on the on the way here soon and oh, yeah, uh, more const, constantly
1: working. Yeah, more albums coming. So. Um yeah, they're not gonna stop. Yeah. Well, I'm not ex- stop. I'm
3: excited to hear, hear what's next for you, man. But like I said, these two records that we talked about today are are both uh, a ton of fun. So Get out there and uh, give them a spin if you haven't already. Yeah. uh, But, but yeah, thanks, buddy. That's been cool. I will uh, talk to you soon, my friend. Yes, sir. Bye, everybody. Peace.
2: Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast.
3: Well, yeah,
2: that was it.